I'm sitting on a cloud. Good for you. Mike Cloud was a good running back for the Patriots for about a week and a half. Nobody cares about the Patriots. Yeah, well. We're going to jump into the 10 count, and if you have questions for us, you can email them to punchsportpodcast at gmail.com or send them to us via Twitter at punchsportpod. You know the deal. Let's start off with topic number one, and it turns out Daniel Bryan does indeed have to forfeit the WWE Championship. He's been stripped of it, whatever. That's a bummer. Hasn't been on the last two episodes either. No, he hasn't because he's hurt and he's out forever and we should stop thinking about him so that when he comes back, it's a big surprise. Mm, it's sad. It really is. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to see him with the good old reign and it just didn't happen. He would have beaten the Demon Kane because, I, I mean, John Cena could beat the Demon Kane, so of course Daniel Bryan can. Of course. And uh, Sheamus can't beat the Demon Kane. Well, Sheamus isn't Daniel Bryan. Better than Daniel Bryan. That's true. He did beat him in uh, how many in seconds? 18 seconds. 18 seconds. <laughs> and two falls out of three falls. Mm. Yes. None of those falls were in 18 seconds. Well, you know, we got a Money in the Bank ladder match coming up for the title. So No, we have a ladder match at Money in the Bank. It is not a Money in the Bank ladder match. Is there a Money in the Bank ladder match at Money in the Bank? Thus far, there is not. <laughs> and there probably will not be. Do you have the participants? Uh, I think I know them off the top of my head. Why are we doing this now? The show's not for two weeks. Because it is related to Dan O'Brien dropping the title. Okay. Uh, John Cena's in it. Roman Reigns is in it. Cesaro, Sheamus, Alberto Del Rio, Randy Orton, and... Black Lantern Man. The thank you, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> All right. Saves me from Googling money in the... B- so as of right now, do, who do you think is going to win out of this bunch? Either Cesaro or Cena. Why Cesaro? Because he's not doing anything, and because Heyman pulled out the spoiler line, and okay, well we've got we've got Cesaro, mm-hmm. we've got John Cena, yeah, we've got Bray Wyatt. Who Bray Wyatt is another good good candidate. I think Bray Wyatt's a good candidate because when Brian comes back, he's obviously going to be going for a title shot. So yeah, but th- do we have any proof that Brian's coming back anytime soon? And don't say you think he's going to be back soon because the last time you said you think he was going to be back soon, you thought he was going to be back for Money in the Bank. I think he's going to be back within a few months. Okay. If someone wins the title, they're not going to lose it in a month. That never happens. It hasn't recently. So I feel Gordon like – lost it in a month. Did he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When? 
He won it at SummerSlam, and he lost it at Night of Champions. Oh, right, and then it went vacant. Okay, fair enough. And Rock won it at Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble lost it at WrestleMania. Lost it at WrestleMania, so he made it a whole defense. That was a few months, actually. Yes, but one defense. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so. And since I figure Brian will be back by SummerSlam, since the, you know original outer limit for his recovery would be around SummerSlam, then uh, that would be fine. Whoever wins it defends it once. I figure it'll be Orton or Wyatt and then uh, faces him at uh, SummerSlam. God, I hope it's not Orton. I hope it's Orton. Why? Because I might go see this pay-per-view. So? And why do you want to see Randy Orton win a thing? Because the last time I went to a WWE pay-per-view, he retained his WWE title. I would like to, uh, you know, see him victorious again. What are the perks of seeing Randy Orton victorious again? It makes me feel like I'm young. <laughs> I saw I saw him retain the title six years ago. <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. I, I would love it if it was 2008 again. Bush in the White House and Orton with the title. I'm nauseated. I don't know about it. <laughs> As of right now, with no build, I'm still going with... Uh, we weren't in the grips of this Obama recession yet. It was a really good time. I miss it. <laughs> Your avatar wasn't what it was. No, it wasn't. Your name wasn't what it was. The avatar almost was. It does date back to 2008. So let's go on to topic number two. (laughs) What else do we have to say? Daniel Bryan had to to be stripped of the title. That sucks. Hopefully Daniel Bryan comes back healthy and good soon. But healthy is the most important. Healthy is the most important. All of his work rate. Now that probably won't happen, but hey. He's going to lose all of his work rate and he will be a bad wrestler. Topic number two, we're bringing back the wrestler of the week, but... With a twist, because there are like a dozen of them. The Wrestler of the Week this week is everyone WWE fired since the last time we did a podcast. All right. Quite a list. I want you to start naming them off, and we'll we'll say a little thing about each one. Uh, Okay. Um, I was going to do this off the top of my head, but I'd rather actually make a list. Listen. Look at a list. This is something you do. No, I want you to do it off the top of your head. Okay, top of my head. Brodus Clay. Let's talk about Brodus Clay. No, no, no. You name him off, and okay. then we'll see uh, if you got him off. So, all right, Brodus Clay, mm-hmm. JTG, mm-hmm. Evan Bourne, mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal, mm-hmm. Camacho, mm-hmm. Oksana, mm-hmm. referee Mark Curtis. Mm-hmm. Did I say Evan Bourne? Yes. <sighs> Kurt Hawkins. Mm-hmm. I think that might be it, but I'm not certain. That's not it. That's not it. How many have I? How many am I missing? Two. Two. I think. Camacho. All right, brother, just get the list. Let's call <laughs> you a failure and let's start with Brodus Clay. He was All right. bad. Brodus Clay. He uh, initially showed a little bit of promise, and then he got a fun gimmick, and then that gimmick ran its course, and that gimmick continued running its course, and then he pointlessly turned heel and. Now his girls are pointlessly turning heel, and there's they really not one of them is. They're feuding with Paige. Yeah, Cameron was clearly uh, 
she she was using some excessive force. And oh, I'm okay. I saw the guys I missed now. Excuse me. I, I figured out who I missed. Okay. Anyway. So Brodus Clay, I will always remember how they built him up for about a month with these video <laughs> packages of him coming in as a monster, and he came out, and the first thing I saw was Jefferson Lives post just saying, "R.I.P. Brodus Clay." <laughs> I gotta say, the introduction of the Brodus Clay Funkasaurus char- character was really fun. It was probably my favorite moment of his entire run. Either that or him continually getting busted open. He was bad. Back in the Halcyon days when Alberto Del Rio meant anything. But yes, he was bad. Alright, so we all agree that I'm Brodus a sweet Clay... <laughs> Do we all agree Brodus Clay was awful? Brodus Clay was bad. Tons I laughed of... at the gimmick, though, so... Yep, you broke. laughed at the gimmick, but Brodus was bad. Dancing with the Mamas at WrestleMania was bad. Tons of Funk was bad. The heel turn was bad, and so on. Oksana was bad. She damn what near... Drama? She damn near blinded Naomi. She had horrible segments with Teddy Wong, who also got fired. She had segments with Goldust. She had segments with Goldust. They were bad. Listen, um, you say those segments with Teddy Long were bad, but... That doesn't there, do them justice. They were there, horrible. There was, I'm sure that someone was watching with some cuckold fetish. That was just kind of like, it's great stuff. Yeah, and today that person is watching Lana. No, so. that person is married to Dixie Carter. And also watching <laughs> Lana, I'm sure, I'm sure Dixie lets Serge look at a television every now and then. Hard to do that while you're in the closet watching some other man fuck your wife. She peeked at what is llama. Right. She did. She was really big. Well, I guess she still is really big. I don't mean that as in fat. I mean, she's a, a large, intimidating lady. It's too bad she's bad. Who, Oksana or Dixie? Oksana. Oksana's not big. She's pretty big. Compared to who? Divas. Really? I thought so. Am I thinking of someone else? You might be thinking of Beth Phoenix or Natalia or something. Oksana's not big. I Unless I'm just completely forgetting her, which I could be. I remember her being fairly tall. Turns out I, the Googs thinking of Rosa Mendez. I do not remember that at all. Rosa Mendez is taller than Oksana, I think. Anyway. Like, I, rem- I don't know. I, I remember her seeming like. Like she's almost as tall as Alicia Fox, who's very tall, and she strikes me as like more muscular than Alicia Fox. I she's billed at five five. It's taller than Ray. <laughs> I don't know. She taller struck me as a, a very muscular lady for like a diva, but not like okay. I don't know, bodybuilder muscular. I could be wrong. I don't know. I paid three matches worth of attention to Oksana. That's three matches too many. Jinder Mahal had a terrible gimmick at first and never really got good, but he was part of 3MB, and he was entertaining in his role there. Um, the best part was the period where he still wanted to be the, uh, like, the, uh, the Idiot solid, stereotype? Yeah, idiot stereotype, and but he also wanted to rock. That, that <laughs> yeah. was the best part about him. And Where they, they still had just a little bit of their own original personality. And then I liked 3MB and I'm sad to see them go. And I liked th- I liked 3MB for what they were. But at the same time, Ginger did almost nothing. 
Ginger did nothing. He he didn't. Ginger came nothing. out in a in a fancy hat, and he he was a guy to make them three guys because two MB wouldn't work, but three MB three MB worked. Two MB would work. It might work. And hey, Heath Slater's still around, although he's a face now apparently, which is weird. Heath Slater should be the two man band. How would that work? Heath Slater should just be the two man band. Okay. We've had one man be a gang. Why can't one guy be a two man band? Fair enough. Uh, Drew McIntyre also released. I liked Drew a lot. I, I think it was sad that he never amounted to anything seriously, but he was really good in 3MB. The last really notable thing Drew did was, was get beat up by his wife. No, no, no. Um, it, it was when he was in that Money in the Bank ladder match, and I remember I didn't want him to win. I so badly didn't want him in when I was just whining the whole match just saying can't fucking believe drew's gonna win this match can't believe it he's going to win <laughs> I remember the, this match he's going to win the match and then he gets knocked off and i'm like yes and then kane just starts climbing up. i'm like drew get up drew drew <laughs> come on <laughs> but kane won and i was irate hey that was the show that gave us kane's best match come on Nobody? Nobody. Okay. He had the best theme in the history of wrestling. <laughs> and it played on WWE video games on loop many, many times. Mm-hmm. Did it? Yes. I haven't played a WWE video game since the original Raw for the Xbox. Well, I, d- I don't remember which one it was, but there was the one where it just played the same song on the menu for like nine minutes because it, it, it didn't expect you to wait on the menu that long. It would do that for his theme and for Cody's especially because you'd hear, whoa, whoa, he's only smoking mirrors for about a 10-minute period if you didn't do anything and you just left it on. <laughs> so you'd hear the two best theme songs in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah. Minutes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, there were worse things. Uh, Kurt Hawkins had a cane. That was interesting little... He, you know, I... I he, he he helped The Rock get back in ring shape. Yeah. I kind of figured he'd have a job for life because of stuff like that, nah. but guess not. Nobody has a job for life. No, they don't. The Edgeheads were fun. <laughs> were they? Yeah. <laughs> I remember I liked this. That was mostly because Edge was great. Well, but. the great part about that was Vince thinking they Vince thought they were actually twins and when they were the Major Brothers and uh when he found out they weren't, he got really pissed, and he made them get different names. <laughs> <laughs> they looked alike. They did look like brothers. They did. They totally passed for brothers, and then they weren't brothers. Okay. Camacho. I've got nothing. Drove a bike for Unico. Unico's yeah, I got nothing. MRT, do you have anything on Kurt Hawkins or Camacho? Uh, Kurt Hawkins was an unmemorable wrestler who may have been pretty good. I don't remember because mm-hmm. he's not memorable. Not really, no. And Camacho, I think I have seen him wrestle three times. I, I, I've seen him ride his bike more than I've seen him wrestle. That's true for me because I'm pretty sure I've only seen Camacho have two matches. Yeah, I saw him face um, Adrian Neville on a random NXT before NXT TakeOver. I didn't even see that. <laughs> and I saw him face Adam Rose 
on NXT TakeOver. So what was being taken over on NXT? Um, the network. Okay. Okay, that actually works. Even though NXT has a dedicated slot on the network. And it was yeah, but not a, not a two-hour slot. Not a two-hour slot. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Huh. Yoshitatsu! That was, that was kind of upsetting, because I remember hearing the story that Yoshi, uh, he wanted really badly to move, and they were like, no, you have to stay here. You have to stay here and train. Now and he can move. Now he can move. Now he can move. When he first came in, Shelton Benjamin did all these stereotypical things. And got cheered. And got cheered before Yoshi kicked his head off. Yep, and uh, which got they, cheered. And uh, he ended his... He ended his WWE career with a karate gimmick in NXT. He had a thing with an action figure where he was feuding on Twitter with Tyson Kidd, I think. His tweets were fun. Hmm. Tensai yeah. is not real Japanese. <laughs> I'm going to remember his theme song for a long time. And I'm going to remember Matt Stryker calling him the poison fist of the Pacific Rim. I'm going to remember his... Uh... I'm going to remember his theme, but I'm mostly going to remember it in that video with Batista's head on a Nick Jr. <laughs> dancing kid. <laughs> I'll remember his theme every time I watch that episode of Portlandia that uses it, which probably will be never, so I won't remember his theme. Mm-hmm. Referee Mark Harris, not Mark Curtis. Was Mark Curtis a WCW referee or something? Anyway, he which is. referee was Mark Harris? Nobody knows. Okay. Mark Curtis is dead, so please show some respect. I'm sorry to the estate of Mark Curtis. I'm also sorry to Mark Harris. I don't remember you. Teddy Long. That surprised me. Yes. I thought. I just thought he'd have a job for life. Nobody has a job Nobody for life. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> but yes, I also well, thought... WWE doesn't want people dying on their watch. Fair enough. I guess so. I also thought Teddy would be around for a long time, but... Um, he was! Well, yeah. He was for around for a very... He was around for he was 16 around for, years. He was around for a goddamn long time, and he was very rarely good. That's just in WWE. He was a manager. He was fine. He, he was good in his role. Once he stopped when, being when a referee... I was just going to say, bad. once he stopped being a referee, he was fine. But he was an awful referee. He was a ref for, like, what, a year? He was an awful referee. And just because of the way I watched wrestling and the the timing of the thing, I got introduced to Teddy Long as a referee. I'm so. expecting him to just show up to a bunch of independent shows where he'll just show up. Like, it, like he'll be booked on the shows for, like, autographs, and his only thing that he'll do on the show is come out and book a tag team match. <laughs> Maybe not Ring of Honor, but I think it'd be funny if he just came out of nowhere in Ring of Honor and pushed a tag team match and then left. That would be funny. Steve Carino would be freaking out. Uh, I'm going to miss Teddy. I'm not too surprised he was fired. He had no role on the show and was probably making reasonable money. Probably. Should we digress now or wait until the end of the list to talk about why WWE suddenly decided it's okay? Uh, to wait, 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 wait. Now that Teddy's fired, does that mean he's, like, lost his pension and his, like, granddaughter isn't going to be able to go to college? Mm, hopefully not. Well, they fired they, him, so don't they owe him stuff now? Well, well they, don't they, you they, remember the storyline? They dropped his contract. 
I don't remember this. Story. You don't. I, 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 I remember I'm, I'm almost now. positive this happened where there was a storyline where they threatened him with being fired, but like he didn't have any money, so his his like daughter, granddaughter, something wouldn't be able to go to college. <laughs> I think I remember this. So story. I hope she graduated. He's still on probation. Um, let's talk about Evan Bourne, I guess. Oh, that one. That one. That one pissed me off and made me happy at the same time. Um, I know he fucked up. I know he fucked up twice. Then he fucked up his feet. Then he fucked up his feet. But he's been ready to come back for like a year, and they wouldn't even let him wrestle in developmental. That's good. Made me upset. He's, they would have had him job all the time. Now he's just going to be like that dude you might remember from 20 years ago. He's. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm very excited to see him in Indies and possibly Japan again. So that's that's the happy part. Um, upset he's not making big money, but yeah. Oh. I'm also upset that we never got the Cesaro born match. Because I, I I really wanted to see just a little rematch there. I wanted to see Cesaro swing Bourne a thousand times. Well, they had an awesome match in, at the first ROH pay per view in two thousand seven. Uh, I mean, no, that wasn't the first. That was a uh, tag match where they tagged together. But the next one, I think they had a match against each other because he joined Sweet and Sour Incorporated. Am I right? Oh god, that that actually does make it sad that he didn't uh, wrestle in uh, NXT once or twice against Cesaro. Cause yeah, yeah, that match he yeah. was good. He more than good. He was okay. His brother was shit. His brother has great tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man who knows his tattoos. <laughs> and lastly. There is actually no lastly. lastly. Are you sure this is the last person? I think so. We talked about Brodus Clay, Oksana, Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal, Kurt Hawkins, Camacho, Evan Bourne, Yoshitatsu, Theodore Long, Mark Harris, and JTG. It has been seven thousand years since JTG has been on WWE TV, and now finally he has been released. And now the jokes will go away. Yeah, who's the who's the new JTG? We don't know yet. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out soon enough. But um, I thought he was good for a while. Um, yeah, I liked then, Crime Time. Did you? Yeah, I thought they were fun. Was Crime Time better or worse than Pretty Ricky? Much better than Pretty Ricky. <laughs> Much better than Pretty Pretty Ricky. Was the. <laughs> it was it was it was racist as well, but they were much better than Pretty Ricky. Um, memories of crime time. Uh, JBL is poopy. CTC, that's CTC, and then we <laughs> never heard, found out what CTC was. Yeah, crime time. Cena. I just imagine. I just imagine. Well, yeah, CTC was crime time and Cena, but I imagine Jimmy and Jay Uso just sitting at home saying, "Hey, didn't John Cena team up with the tag team before? I wonder what happened to them." Um, oh, JTG did Tanahashi's a uh, big move. The high fly flow? No, the uh, slice trap or whatever he calls it. Oh. I don't remember what he called it, but it was cool. And then he got pissed at WWE on Twitter, and everyone thought he was going to get fired, but he ended up just not doing anything for a few years, but they kept him on the payroll. 
Yeah. And uh, eventually they decided not to keep him on the payroll anymore. Yeah. And then he made, then he immediately tweeted, damn, why did I pick up my phone? (laughs) Why did I pick up my phone? (laughs) But then he also tweeted, stay tuned with a wink. That tweet now has 4,339 retweets. Wow, that's a lot of winks. That's a lot of retweets for why I pick up my phone. I got 20 retweets last week. Oh, good for you. I got four today. So. Four. Four. So that's everyone who was involved in the purge. And generally, it's a bunch of guys you may have had fond memories of, but nobody who was going anywhere. So. I don't have fond memories of anyone. I don't I'm a sociopath. I don't. I thought the thinking was WWE didn't want to be known as that company that fires people. Are they just like, nope, fuck it, save some money? They didn't want to be known as the company that paid a million dollars to those 11 people. Fair enough. Yeah, like, we're, we'll talk about the fond memories, and maybe they could have done something with a guy like Evan Bourne, but really, those 11 guys, not much of value was lost. They could send them to D.A.R.E. programs. So topic number three, let's talk about tonight's Monday Night Raw. And I want to start off by saying Roman Reigns is supposed to be the future face of the company. He's the guy they're building around. He's the guy they want Uh to make their big giant star. Yep. Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns is not going to be that if you have him do stupid bullshit comedy segments with Vicky you can tell this is a goog and topic. drugging drugging drinks that lead to Stephanie McMahon projectile vomiting. He wasn't in that segment. Yeah. That was the worst thing. That was the worst thing. That was the worst thing on what was otherwise a very good Raw. It's like some writer, some terrible writer, looked at Roman, saw that he was Samoan, and said, Hey, I had this great idea for The Rock that The Rock never wanted to do, but I bet I can get Roman Reigns to do it. And I don't damn think it, that's Roman what Reigns anyone said. I, th- do you know how many writers are there who were there back when The Rock needed writers? The Rock was there two years ago. Yeah, and The Rock didn't have the writers do his promos. He had Brian Gewertz do them. Well, that's it. Somebody had a great idea, and The Rock Brian wouldn't Gewertz do it. Well, The Rock wouldn't do it. Working there. Yeah. But some he guy who is working there, home. was working there, said, hey, I have a great idea for The Rock. So and, of he, course, The Rock shot it great down idea because for The Rock, Rock is smart. Even though he knew that that wasn't his job. Yes. And he remembered it to this day. Yes. And because he's a racist... He decided to give it to Roman Reigns. Yes. And this writer still has his job. Yes. Last, you know, year and a half, even though there's so much turnover with the writers. Yes. My point is this is terrible. This was terrible. And this is one of the, like, the top writers who has the kind of sway where he can pitch a segment for one of the top stars. Sure. Which writer do you think it is? I don't give a fuck. I think it was some fucking idiot who should be fired because this was horrible. So, so you really think that this is someone who had an idea for The Rock? And no, decided? I think this is a fucking idiot who had a horrible idea. You were running with so that Rock thing, and now you're abandoning it? Abandoning it? I just wow. think this was, this was horrible. What's so um, bad about it? Just... It was disgusting. It was pointless. It was, it was stupid. Yes, it were was disgusting. Yes. It? 
you 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 were like physically repulsed by I it. was nauseated. The first thing uh, the first thing uh Oatgan said was is that poop and <laughs> all I could think of was uh <laughs> yeah, I wish it was what I <laughs> what I immediately thought of was uh can you imagine Nigel McGuinness had signed how many poop related segments they do with him because he just he has such a phobia when it comes to farting and poop. I didn't know he had a, a poop phobia. He he's t- he's talked about uh on I think on Colcamana's podcast how uh you can't even fart in the car with him otherwise he'll tell you to get out. Like he'll really? tell you you have to get out of the car if you need to fart. He's got like he he thinks it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> huh. So this was more disgusting than Bad News Barrett disrespecting the Special Olympics? Yep. Wait, he did that? Yes. <laughs> cool. I must have missed that. Wow. He dumped his cape on the logo oh, of the that. Special Olympics. I thought you meant he cut a pro <laughs> Listen, this is like hockey protocol. You can't do that. You can't step on the logo. Yeah, don't get off Dallas Braden's mound either, but... Yeah, this was the worst thing in a long time. The way WWE is handling the breakup of the Shield is the worst thing in a very long time. I really think you're overreacting. Um, I would like to read my review of this segment. You did not write a review of this segment. Yes, I did. Great. Hashtag Raw. So funny. Loving it. With the WWE Universe. Well, you're wrong. This is that was just <laughs> that entire segment was nothing like what Roman Reigns is supposed to be. It's nothing like what Roman Reigns' character has been. Just, it's nothing what like what a character a, been. A, si- a mostly silent ass kicker who just fucks people up. He fucked up Stephanie. <sighs> I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I think I thought I was like. I, I, I think his line last week about uh, his, whole, his promo quoted, last week was horrible. Where he quoted a uh, an old song that I would hope that Roman Reigns wasn't listening to. Uh, I think that was worse than making Stephanie throw up. Same. His promo last week was very bad. Hey, do you think that like some writer was writing material for the last rock concert and thought it'd be really funny if The Rock covered that song and The Rock was like, look you jabroni, The Rock ain't covering that song. And, and he like stewed and stewed and he just thought that the next Samoan he wrote a promo for was going to have to cover that song. I believe it. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say this though. He, he got himself in the match. He got himself yeah. in the match and they got really ballsy with that match. At the end. Yeah, uh, I saw Rusev's nuts. The finish of the match was fun. No, I mean, it, it was fun, which is funny because everyone's been talking about how much they hate Rusev, but the minute those two were alone together, they got crazy. Uh, yeah. But they, I thought it was, uh, I thought I, it was I, weird that they highlighted that Bo Dallas and Rusev were the final two, uh, excuse me, final th- were in the final three, uh, because both guys have that gimmick of right now they're undefeated, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was weird that they highlighted them being eliminated last so soon. Um, but well, they can say that they've never been pinned or submitted. Oh yeah, absolutely, because Rusev was in the Rumble and he got yeah. eliminated. But um, fuck, Bo Dallas was in the Royal Rumble last year. 
That's true. <laughs> Nobody remembers that or mentions it. Uh, it's, he was. also beat Good News Barrett. That's right. Wait, when Barrett was the Intercontinental Champion going nowhere and being a jobber to the stars, just like he is now. I thought you meant Barrett. At least was he the... wasn't disrespecting the Special Olympics back then. Yeah, I thought but... you meant that Barrett was in the Battle Royal. Um, he was. Was he? Yep. So that makes him uh, – what's it make him? I think that makes him 5-5-1 five, five, since he's won the belt. And uh, The leading... Battle Royal doesn't count. It's just a fun thing that people do. It's an exhibition. Okay. Oh, wait a second. Can the linear world title change – no, Seamus no. wasn't in the Battle Royal. No, also, no. Can it change hands in a ladder? No. Wait, no. Cesaro is the linear champion. He is? Yes. When did he beat Seamus? SmackDown. Oh. Cool. <laughs> but uh... One via roll-up. But I, I actually wanted to mention that uh, Barrett, when he first returned and he, he uh, started winning matches up till he won the belt, he was like nine and one. And the only match he lost was a handicap that involved the shield. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he got pinned. And uh, since then, he's like five, five and one. <laughs> so yep. he's losing now. Five, that four, belt. And one. Five, four and one. All right. Uh, well, well, he's just regressing to the mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just, I just kind of wanted to throw it out there because that's what I uh, I I was trying to keep track of it. I thought Ambrose was going to beat him, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's going to be he's going to." Ambrose, for all intents and purposes, Ambrose did beat him. Yeah, it, it was one of those things where they didn't want to beat a guy, but they they didn't mind if they laid him out afterwards. Yes, yeah. so nobody gets over. He laid him out from behind. So nobody gets over. Because heaven forbid anyone get over. Ambrose got over. He'd gotten over more if he had won. Eh. I don't really think so. So as much as I hated the awful bullshit with Roman Reigns and Vicky Guerrero and... Which wasn't a big deal. It wasn't bullshit. It was vomit. (laughs) As much as I hated that... I love Stardust. Wait, maybe oh. it was supposed to be Brahma bullshit back when it was pitched for The Rock. Stardust was great. Is this to- is this the next topic? Yes, it is. All Stardust right. was great. I love uh, Stardust. He looked um, later than I expected him to look. I thought it was great. I, I think the, <laughs> the contacts are an amazing touch. The minute the minute I I think I just kind of went, what the. <laughs> I had the thought as soon as Cody said it last week. I had the thought that it was going to be Cody doing Goldust's gimmick, and this was everything I hoped it could be, and ten times more. I thought it would be Cody for weeks. I mean, the only thing that didn't make any sense, so it made sense. You know what? I'm down with them teaming still, because I thought they were a yeah. full team. I I was afraid that Cody was going to do all sorts of goofy mannerisms coming down to the ring and then just beat the crap out of Goldust. So did I. I, but, I just figured he was going to turn I, on him immediately. <laughs> I think this that might be how this ends, but man, it's going to be a fun ride until then. Cody looked like he was having so much fun doing it. I it's love gonna, it. It's going to be a fun ride for the next two weeks. <laughs> If that, they'll probably turn. He'll probably turn on him at the pay per view. Come That's to think I mean. of it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, hey, next week they're going to beat some guys, and it'll be fun. And we get to dream that Goldust and Stardust can be tag team champions of everything forever. Now, did we create Stardust when we played Katamari, and we blew up the um, and caused Stardust to go everywhere? 
Possibly. That's, that's the whole gimmick of the game. You beat your score, and then you turn your old plant into Stardust. Goldust got beat a lot, so maybe someone turned him to Star. No, that doesn't make sense. You doesn't. You don't make sense at all. Yeah, that makes sense. This is a Katamari reference, everybody. Of course it is. And I'm sure Cody Rhodes would actually get a Katamari reference. I so think maybe he would. it is. Maybe not. Actually, he seems he seems like a big on Nintendo, but I don't know about. Uh, mm. I saw the weirdest thing today. What did you see? I saw an Xbox controller that was modded and painted to look like Zelda colors. was wrong. I'm so sorry. It was. It's, it's not right. It's not a thing that should exist. I'm really sorry that you had to experience that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Your sympathy matters to me. <laughs> wow. You're just like, yeah, see if I ever fucking help you with your super <laughs> again, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I have to listen to your bullshit about your stupid team for fucking weeks. <laughs> so yeah, I like Stardust. Good for the Kobe Crows, everybody. Stardust was good. Stardust was great. Does anyone else have... Uh, I don't think he was great. I thought his makeup looked bad. Really? I, was, I was disappointed. I think you're a hard critic. I think the makeup was really good. I love the gloves. Again, the the contacts are just amazing. I thought it looked really, really, really weak. I just think you don't like Cody. I I was excited for this for like weeks. <laughs> I I had high expectations for the the face paint. I just thought it didn't look good. Imagine if he came out with the. Uh the old mask that wasn't really a mask. <laughs> I, I think it would have been better if, like, um, I don't know. I think up. if the star were bigger. He it took up more of his face. I think it would be better. So, I have a question. Um, yep. What's better? Um, the inevitable rise and liberation of Niggy Tardust, or uh, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars? I, I was going to say that I can't wait for Dolph Ziggler to team with this guy, but um, I don't know. Also, Super Stardust HD was a good game. Is anything else from Raw that we want to talk about? No. 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 Oh, wait. No. no. Okay. I thought it was a, a pretty good show if you take out one I terrible segment and the main event. was great. I, I liked it. I was a big fan. Yeah, me too. I think you're both wrong, but whatever. That was one of the only things I really paid attention to. Because uh, I was busy editing video the whole time. Topic number five, then. This is, is the unrelated. Question. If anybody here listening has an F4W account, please go to the uh, Wrestler's Crudely Drawn thread, and please just someone draw Dave Meltzer looking at a dictionary with a thought bubble that just says gay question mark question mark question mark because dave Meltzer saying i don't even know what gay meant uh the podcast on uh, the latest uh i was gonna photoshop dave Meltzer's face onto like a kid from the 70s but i got lazy <laughs> it was what i was thinking of it was really just really funny he's like i didn't even know what gay meant and then he had an internal debate uh, over whether or not he did actually know whether <laughs> what, what gay meant before then I just uh, like I, I had two scenarios in my mind: him looking up it up in the dictionary, and someone just saying, "Yo, Dave, you hear Patterson's gay?" and him just like looking really confused with the question mark over his head. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. 
Topic number five is a question from Achilles Forever 6. And he asks us, is Avatar is a statue of... I'm never going to remember. Fuck. Hmm. He even says it in his av text. And of course I didn't copy that, but you know the guy. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. What? Did you watch NXT TakeOver? And if so, what did you think of it? I thought the Ascension match was horrible, and whoever was the agent for that match, I hope that uh, they don't agent many matches. What was wrong with the agency of that match? Because I thought it was a bad match, but I just thought that uh, the Ascension are bad. Well, the faces didn't get a shine. They did one move and then got cut off again, and they got jumped before the bell, so they didn't do anything. Then they got that one move, they got their dives blocked, um, Kalisto got beaten down for about three minutes. Uh, El Local made the shittiest hot tag I've seen. He was so bad. His offense was bad. And the hot tag lasted not very long, which is probably a good, t- a good thing. And then they lost. And it was a six-minute squash where the heels took 90% of the match. And the heels' offense isn't very interesting. And it's the kind of thing where um, if you want someone to make a hot comeback, it's got to be Kalisto. Yeah, they... He's, the, he's like one of the most in, incredible new guys there is. He does a lot of really amazing stuff. And the fact that they, they're they using, I think, Ricardo Rodriguez it is? Yes. Yeah, it's Ricardo. And the fact that they're using Ricardo and not him is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they basically made every single mistake you could in that match. It was poorly executed and poorly planned. Okay. Fair enough. I just thought it was a bad match because the Ascension are bad. Yes. But uh, putting and, a... Uh, I, I don't have a ton of faith in Triple H's eye for talent every time I see the Ascension. Yeah. Why do uh, Why do they have jobs? Wasn't Conor O'Brien the rat dude in NXT? Named I think so. Connor O'Brien. Yeah. Well, no, now it's Connor with a K, I think. But, uh, His name was Connor O'Brien. <laughs> I uh, I don't yeah. get the ascension. Other than that, Adam Rose's match was uh, the the Tyler Breeze match with uh, Sami Zayn was pretty good. The title match was pretty good, and the women's match was great. The women's match was the best women's match. In a long time. I uh, That's actually all I saw from the show, and I only caught the tail end of it, which, and I got to see Bret Hart make a really funny face when... Uh, Natalia lost? No. When Ric Flair did a thing? No. When during the sharpshooter. I, yes, during the sharpshooter. Thank you. Uh, he made like the just the, mo- the biggest sneer when the sharpshooter was locked in. It was really funny. <laughs> Okay. I, I was actually trying to think of Charlotte's name, but I couldn't. And I couldn't remember. <laughs> That's why I paused. I was going to say Charlotte locked in the sharpshooter, but I couldn't think of her name for some reason. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. I. I thought Taylor over... did like nothing. Like Rick Flair was. Rick Flair was kind of doing stuff, but <sighs> Brett was just kind of standing there, and he would occasionally make a facial expression. <laughs> he did not give a shit. Well, yeah, they were just there to be there. And I think them being there added something to the match. But I think I think the match was great. And it really, like, 
watching that match and then watching what we got on the pay-per-view with Paige versus Alicia Fox or what we that got was fine. To, what we got tonight with Paige versus Cameron. It's I just, didn't really see that. It's frustrating. But I had no problem with Paige versus Alicia Fox. It was fine. It was it sad was, that they put it in like the death slot. Well, but, that's it. You know, whatever. The, it's the whole thing. It's you know, on NXT TakeOver, the women's match is the semi-main event of the show. And even though they were both the match before the main event, you know what I mean when I say there's a difference between the semi-main event of the show and the death slot. The women's match was the semi-main event of the show. They got 20 minutes bell to bell, and they got probably five minutes either way before and after for video packages, for Fallout, for all of that. And it was great. And then on Payback, it's a throwaway match that means nothing, and the wrestling is okay, but nobody cares, and of course it doesn't matter. Well, I think at the same time, Alicia Fox isn't going to be wrestling matches that long. Well, that's it. Ever, that's... Because she's not very good. And and a part of it is that the, the, the women who are on the main roster are not as good as the women who are in NXT. Which is weird because one of the women who was on in that match is on the main roster, but whatever. They're just – and another part of it is just the mentality. They're never, ever, ever going to dedicate 20 minutes on a pay-per-view to a women's wrestling match, even though they have more pay-per-view time and they have more TV time. But somehow NXT does it and WWE won't. It really is like they're two different promotions. Well, maybe we'll get something when AJ comes back. No, we won't. You don't know. I think we'll AJ was champion for forever and a day. How many great matches did she have? Well, One. I and it was on main event, and two. it meant nothing. I assume her, two. when she eventually faces Paige, they're going to wrestle. Why? Because both Why would are, you assume that? Both are pretty damn good. So? Because they don't have a lot of depth with the women, and they will probably put AJ with her because, you know... They'll put them together, but what what faith do you have that they'll have a good 20-minute match? I didn't I say a 20-minute match. wouldn't want to see them wrestle a 20-minute match. I figure they'll probably get 8 to 10, and that's fine. Yeah, I think they'd get 8 to 10, which is about 3 Which is what Paige more. and Alicia Fox got. No. Yes. They got like 6 minutes. Oh. 6... Six versus eight is not as big a difference yes, as is. eight versus twenty. It, listen, yeah, and eight, and I don't think that should be a twenty-minute match. What should the, the fans will not give a shit about a twenty-minute women's match right now? You should not. They won't give jump a, from if you, three to five-minute matches to twenty. They won't give a shit about it if you have it on Raw next week, but if you you have a build and something that matters, they could give a shit about it by SummerSlam. Even then, that's two months after years and years and years of teaching you that women's matches are three-minute throwaways. And I think, in general, those two should probably go eight to ten, because when was the last time either of them had a 20-minute match? For AJ, it was... For I AJ, that, it was that match with Natalia. If that match actually went twenty, fine. It was fifteen then, or whatever. It was long. It yeah. was long and good. She doesn't usually get twenty-minute matches. No, she doesn't because she's a woman on the main roster in WWE, and WWE treats their women like shit. So it would be best if they had an eight to ten-minute match, and 
they had a good eight to ten minute match because I'd rather see a really good eight to ten minute match than something that's drawn out over 20 minutes and may not end up being any good because both of those women aren't used to having 20 minute matches together. Well, yeah, but my not everyone should be having 20 minute matches. There shouldn't be that many 20 minute matches. Also, in general, a lot of the women on the roster were never truly. A lot of the women on the roster suck. Well, also never properly trained. Yeah. A lot of them just came up to WWE immediately, and mm-hmm. they are just surviving on these three-minute mat. Like they can do a few little spots. They, they, they practice their kickouts, <laughs> and they. That's it. They, they, they're not asked to do much, and they can't do anything else. And it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing. Do they suck because they only do three minute matches, or do they only do three minute matches because they suck? The well, answer is yes. I mean, when you really go over it, um, AJ Lee clearly has a passion. She could probably yeah. wrestle a long match if they wanted to, her to go long. Alicia Fox, I don't think so. Cameron, no. I don't think so. Nope. Emma, nope. I don't know. Eva Marie, definitely nope. not. Layla, we've never nope. really seen it. Even when, even during the height of Lay Cool, when they were feuding with Mickey James over the title, Layla was not the better worker of that group. Naomi, who nope. is kind of good, but no. Natalia, we've seen her yeah. do it. Um, Natalia is the only one in the division who I have full faith in. Both Bellas, uh, nope. no. Paige, I don't know. Nope. I don't know, but with maybe page, page, like because. So wait, wait, wait! You don't even think she could do it, and you're complaining? <laughs> I was in a run of instinctively saying no. Nope. But uh, going on just to finish it up, Rosa Mendez. God no. no. Yes. No. I'm surprised they didn't cut Rosa. Well, Rosa's so going to be on Total Divas. That's why. Oh. She's like going to be the next highlight of the, ne- the big highlight of the next season. There you go. Really? Yeah. Huh. Summer Ray. Nope. I think Why she's are we still talking about this. And Tamina. Nope. Okay. And so, so yeah, the, the 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 title match was good, um, but yeah. it wasn't as good as I expected. I expected Kid and, uh, uh, you know, the the British guy, you know, from Wales or whatever. He has a funny accent or something stupid. I don't remember that promo. Um, yeah, that was good. That was really good. I, I didn't... just expected more. I thought it was not quite as good as the women's match, but I thought they were both very good matches. I would say if you haven't seen NXT TakeOver and you have the network, you are doing yourself a disservice. Go ahead and watch that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see it, see it. It was a good show, but there's a lot of good shows. I thought Arrival was a little better. You, mm. should, you should see Charlotte versus Natalia. You should see yeah. that. It's like a nearly four-star match, and it gives you hope for the future. Well, it's a nearly four-star match. I'll give you that. If you see that and you're not at least excited that the three-minute Divas matches in the future will be better, I don't know what to tell you. I have noticed no significant uptick in quality with Paige having the three-minute Divas matches. Paige's matches have been fine. I, I have liked the Page matches way more than the fucking random Bellas matches and a lot of the random AJ matches because they were throwing some really bad wrestlers at AJ. And I think Page has handled the really bad wrestlers worse, uh, better than uh, AJ. Yeah. like, I... And the other thing is, if you bring up Charlotte, that's one more woman who's good. Mm-hmm. 
So, again, in the very least, the three-minute matches will be better because they'll probably want to do something with Charlotte unless Ric Flair, like, flips out and goes to TNA. (laughs) Which, hey, could happen. They can't afford him. Yeah, well, he could get desperate, maybe. Speaking of TNA, topic number six is a question that came to us from Twitter. From a gentleman by the name of Street Charps. What's at his Twitter avatar? At Charlie072. His Twitter avatar is, as I pasted in here, it's a gentleman with a mustache looking at the camera captioned, You're welcome. It cool. is not Damien Sandow. Cool. What's his, his question? His question is Who do you think of the TNA roster is going to jump off the sinking ship? And who do you think is shackled to it like Ahab? Whoever has a contract. <laughs> I think Joe's next to go. Really? I, I don't think they're going to resign him. I think mm. Joe has a lot of time left on his deal, though. I think he, maybe not a lot of time, but but I think he I think his contract ends in I'm pretty sure he's, I'm pretty sure he said earlier this year that his contract was up this year okay and hey uh, he's I, getting I, that big twitch money now that's true he is a uh, speed runner except not really he's a let's player um, a live a live let's player wouldn't it be amazing if uh, Samoa Joe ended up at a uh, AGDQ. That would be amazing. I hope it happens. <laughs> or maybe, maybe if uh, he doesn't have to work the TNA tapings in New York, maybe he could be at Summer Games done quick. Maybe he's like that yes. good. <laughs> Next week. Hey, Actually, Mario. Uh, I think Mario it, Marathon's this week. I was just gonna say. I think it starts uh, the twenty-first or maybe the twentieth. Yeah, it's pretty close. You hyped? Uh, uh, they're doing some games I like, but uh, I'm gonna be like kind of busy during it. Yeah. Like it, it was great. Uh, it was great for uh, awesome games done quick because uh, mm. what well, happens was, in the winter? Well, yeah, but I, I also had broken up with someone at that point, oh, so okay. I didn't have shit to do for a week. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so what's the next topic oh uh so yeah uh probably yeah joe probably uh i actually i had an interesting thought what What if it's mike tenay you think mike tenay is gonna leave tna what if mike tenay's contract comes up and they don't want to pay him what like he's probably making like a hundred thousand dollars a year he's probably making a fair amount of money yeah what if they're like, you know what? Jerry Boris, do it for 50 bucks. <laughs> if Mike Tanay, uh if Mike Tanay left, do you think he'd do The Observer really quickly? Because I know he and Dave are friends. I, I, Probably. I, I was listening to a Mike Tanay Wrestling Observer Live uh, from like 10 years ago. They did a, a Hall of Fame special. And Mike Tanay was so much more likable on that. He also <laughs> used the word Japan. Instead of Orient? Yeah, he said he was talking about Ultimo Dragon going into the Hall of Fame, and he said Japan. Wow. Yeah, he, wow. he was really likable on that. Where And, like, TNA, he's just so fucking unlikable. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Uh, TNA will leave TNA at some point. Uh, Taz might. Uh, 
I think I think they will uh, cut ties with Taz once his contract comes up. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Taz's contract could be up for another year because I feel like his contract came up in the summer last time it came up, and we'd hear rumblings if it was coming up soon. I think they're going to cling to Jeff Hardy like Black Death. Oh yeah. And also, Jeff signed for a while. Yeah, and he signed a two-year deal or whatever. I th- I think well, I've talked yeah, about it's a two-year deal. It'll be up next uh, next winter. Oh. I think I've talked about this on the show before, but letting him do the Willow gimmick is the stupidest thing. Like, even if that was conditional for him signing that contract, they should have let him walk. That gimmick is horrible. Now, does anyone else agree that they might, you know, cut costs on Mike today, or is Mike yeah. like a cost yeah. they can't cut? They absolutely could cut costs on Mike Tanay. I don't they, see why not. They could also stupidly say, Mike Tanay is the voice of TNA. We need to keep him around. Goodbye. You well, know, as was, much as it's important to cut costs, I don't think it's possible for them to cut costs enough that they can break even just off cost cutting. So if you like get rid of Mike Tanay, I think that's a sign to everyone that your company is fucked. Oh, God, so, the company is so fucked. I, if anyone doesn't know that the company is fucked, they're not paying attention. Yeah, so but if, you, if you see Mike Tenego, and even if you're TNA Asylum, I think that that's like a sign that, oh, shit. Nope. This isn't good. I mean, the, the, the hardcore fans like TNA Asylum will just say that Mike Tenay quit or something. No, the, the, it's not like they've said AJ quit. They, they talk about how AJ and uh, Kazarian going is needed for roster turnover. They've brought sure. in all these great new faces like Bram. Well then yeah, they just Brad need to bring in they just need to bring in a fresh new talent. And whatever announcer they bring up is gonna be the next Jim Ross. And if it's Jeremy Borash, then Jeremy Borash is the next Jim Ross. I've been looking at Jeremy Borash's face too much today. I don't wanna look at it. <laughs> Jeremy Borash's face makes me think he could actually be the next Jim Ross. But I digress. That's a mean to Jim Ross. <laughs> Ultimo Dragon Quest asks us a question. And what question number will that be? That will be question topic number seven on uh, this particular show. Cool. He asks, where would Dolph Ziggler's career be if, instead of returning to developmental in 2007, he had done a year on the indies? It would be shit, because I think the only reason Dolph Ziggler is like so fucking popular with people is because he was like one of the few good young guys on the roster in like 2007, 2008. And I think today, the, like Dolph Ziggler is one of the most overrated wrestlers in the world. Dolph Ziggler is fairly overrated. I still quite like him. I, I mean, don't, I don't, I don't hate his matches, but they annoy me because I hate his hyperactive selling and I hate his fast punches in the corner. I hate those so much. God, they're so stupid. I hate them more than both of you. <laughs> I've been saying for like the longest time, people. Want You're really to quiet, Hulkamat. Maybe yeah. that's why no one heard. So yeah, I've been saying for years that Dolph Ziggler's punches are too fast. And in fact, I basically created the whole idea of Dolph Ziggler being a fast puncher. So uh, there you if Hulkamat were here, he would back me up on this. I know. I don't know. I, I think Hulkamat likes Dolph Ziggler's punches Excuse personally because I've never heard him say anything. Excuse me. <laughs> now, I, I guess it's possible that a year on the indies in 2007 would have helped him develop. But I think it also just might have exposed him. But, I mean, it's hard to say because with his style and his ability to take bumps back then, like, he probably would have done well. I don't think he would have been exposed. 
like doing those long matches because there would have been like enough crazy shit that you know the matches still would have been good and you know he may have he may have just kind of figured everything out because doing those kind of fucking matches on the indies beats the shit out of you in a way that you don't want to get the shit beaten out of you anymore like <laughs> happened to jamie noble and so you he might actually slow down so maybe it would have done him good i just think uh I think he wouldn't be that impressive if he came into WWE in like 2009 or 2010 when you had Brian and Rollins and all these guys coming in and, and Ambrose and uh, Bo Dallas. By the way, poor Dean Ambrose, who also has jobber music. I think, uh, first of all, I think Ziggler is, I don't think he's overrated based on where he is on the card. Um, he's certainly not over pushed. No, absolutely. I think he's overrated based on like people being mad he isn't pushed. But then again, people aren't really that mad about him not getting pushed anymore. There's some, but fewer and fewer every day. Well, because he's kind of an idiot. And yeah, I mean, I think he should I be pushed higher, have... but I think he should be less of an idiot. I mean, one of the things I s- remember saying was he'd be. I think he'd re- would have really benefited from a tour, just outside of WWE, but. So, I, I if he was on the Indies, I I don't know if he'd get hired. I can't. It'd be completely different. You know, it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I, if he could have this question, if he could have ended up with like six months in Japan, then yeah, I think that would have benefited him. He goes to Dragon Gate, and suddenly he becomes big. It's even faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if he could have worked like Noah in 2006, maybe 2007, before everyone, everything completely, totally went to hell. It's just like that's bad timing because like that's when New Japan is not quite getting its act together yet. And Noah is falling apart. So there isn't like a great place for him to go in Japan. But if, if that Dolph Ziggler could go to New Japan now for six months, I think, I think it would help him a lot. It might even help him now, but I think he's gotten to the point where he'll never get pushed. So, I think he's a bit of question. A would he be in the bowling club? <laughs> How fast do you think he'd s- slow down if he had a match with Shibata? Oh my god, <laughs> that's a dream match now. <laughs> I want to well, see that match so cool. bad. I know. I'm sorry, what's Dolph Ziggler. You're not overrated. I I would like to see Shibata um, work with you. <laughs> All right. Uh, topic number eight is a question from Sabretoothed Pie. This came to us on Twitter. He asks, can you think of a match that PSP would hate more than John Cena versus Kane in a stretcher match? Ooh, this is a tough one. Kane versus Rey Mysterio in a stretcher. <laughs> no, no. I think Rey Mysterio would do some cool spots. Damn. I was just gonna say I don't think other people would hate it as much as I did, but of course the Goog is wrong again. And what about Ryback versus Kane in a stretcher match? It would be funny. <laughs> okay, see. that actually would be funny. I think it would have to be Cena and oh. Kali. Really? Oh yeah, Kali. Kali's a, a thing. A WrestleMania main event. Oh. Mm. And I think Kali is underrated. There were so many people calling him like the worst wrestler of all time, or the worst wrestler to ever be like world champion a couple days ago. 
And I think that's unfair. I think Kali has a lot of like charisma, and people like sort of care about his matches. John Cena versus Magnus. Ooh. <laughs> John Cena versus Jeff Hardy. No. No. I, w- I want to see John Cena versus Jeff Hardy in anything. Maybe not modern Jeff Hardy, but man. Maybe not in TNA. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like Willow Jeff Hardy. But not Willow, because people might find that fun. Oh my god, John Cena versus Willow in TNA. Ugh. I want to spin this off to another topic. I, I have a point I want to bring up, but let's finish this one, and then I we'll get to my... John Cena versus Jeff Hardy for the TNA title. Okay, for the TNA title. But Jeff but... Hardy isn't Willow. Willow's the alter ego of Jeff Hardy. <sighs> the stupidest goddamn thing. Modified so, Scorpion Cross Lock, Page's finishing move, the, the PTO, the Page Tap Out. That's a thousand words. <laughs> luckily, luckily. Here's the good so, thing about I that. I go with like Cena versus Kane in a three stages of hell match. I think a three stages of hell match would be so long that it gets into the absurd and becomes funny. Yeah, but it would also involve, especially if it was. Uh, a stretcher match into a, an ambulance match. Into a buried alive match? Yes, I made that joke. <laughs> I know. Uh, so I have a question, and this came up just just off the top of my head. In the, topic number nine. In the discussion of that last topic, let's say hypothetically, for whatever reason, John Cena show, wakes up tomorrow and he's employed by TNA. Just... There's no there's no super horrible thing John Cena did to get out of his WWE contract. They didn't fire him or anything like that. It's just they traded him to TNA. Fine, whatever. John Cena is in TNA. Uh-huh. And for all the hate John Cena gets, he is still unquestionably the biggest active star in professional wrestling. Uh-huh. How quickly would TNA ruin John Cena? Well, he would retire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In this in this hypothetical, he can't retire. Wow, <laughs> great great workers' rights in your world. He's not going to retire right now. He's committed to working for TNA. He wants to show up and do anything TNA wants, just like he wants to do anything WWE wants. How quickly does TNA ruin him? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like John Cena. <laughs> Why won't you indulge my stupid hypothetical question? So you want to know how quickly he'd be ruined? How quickly would how quickly would John Cena week not three. mean anything? Week three. Week three. You think he'd get two weeks? I think they'd book a huge match on free TV, and then after that, he'd just do a bunch of dumb angles. I I think he would win the TNA title night one, and that would be a pretty big deal, but not as big a deal as it could be. Well, I mean, and then, how long? I, and then week two, he'd just be a guy. I mean, how long did it take them for them to like? Make Jeff Hardy just a guy. And Rob Van Dam, after years yep. of not wrestling, he comes in there. He and Sting just immediately fucking beats him or something like that. No. RBG, so Rob Sting, Van Dam won the title his first night, didn't he? No. No. They, uh, he, he came in and very quickly won the title. But his first appearance was he came in during a segment with Sting. He beat Sting immediately, but Sting just beat the fucking shit out of him after that. And left him laying. Um, that it, 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 they gave RVD the title, and then RVD made a huge ass of himself. 
Um, but he didn't mean much after that. Like, no, he didn't really care about any of the matches. Jeff Hardy had the same thing. He came in at, during January 4th, that January 4th, 2010 show. And, uh, did he debut on that show? He, he was in the, fu- oh wait, no, maybe it was the, that was Monday the show Hogan debuted on, didn't he? It was, but I think that was, I'm actually thinking of, uh, the TNA on Monday night's first episode. Oh God, that bullshit. Well, that bullshit was centered around the fucking NWO reunion. Mm, that was that was a that was that was period, a thing. Let me tell you, that period was so weird. Oh God! And for some reason, the only thing I can remember about that period is like fucking the Nasty Boys coming in and Val Venus versus Nasty Boys. Da- Val Venus versus Christopher Daniels, and then Val Venus Val Venus won, and then Val Venus quit. <laughs> That was four years ago, and TNA is still in business. Four and a half years ago. God. Uh, uh, He'd be ruined pretty quickly. I think think it'd be a little more than two weeks, but he'd be ruined pretty quickly. What's the biggest match TNA could put John Cena in? Cena versus Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. This is not really a... uh, What's the second biggest match TNA can put in? Cena versus Kurt Angle again. Oh yeah, I suppose Kurt Angle still wrestles. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen Cena versus Davy Richards. (laughs) They do that just to see Cena beat Davy Richards in like five minutes. (laughs) 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 Then Cena has a long competitive match with Eddie Edwards. Oh. I want to see that match really badly. I want to see Davey just hit all this crazy offense and see just fucking just little brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, that... Man. That was a period, man. TNA would ruin John Cena so fucking fast. Exactly. Topic number 10. Topic number 10 is a question from Harling Tox AD. What's their avatar? His avatar is a wrestling ring. It's Ultimo Dragon Quest. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. it's uh, So Ultimo Dragon Quest came to us on Twitter. He's at HarlingTalksAD. His avatar is a, looks like a JRPG NES style in a wrestling ring. Oh, cool. Yeah. JRPGs. Yes. What's that? I like my JRPGs. Hmm. He asks, Cesaro and Alberto Del Rio weren't on Raw. Why are they even in the ladder match? Uh, well, Cesaro's in because I think he might win it, but he's also in it to do impressive strongman spots and look nice. And Del Rio's in it because... Del Rio's in it because they need a guy in it. They need a heel in it. That's it. Specifically. And Del they Rio's in it because Stephanie McMahon really wanted to say his name, and he had already qualified before they made it a title match. That's true. Well, there you go. He was going to be just a guy in the Money in the Bank match, but then, oh shit, it really is for the belt. Well, crap. And he was in the Money in the Bank match because they needed a guy for the Money in the Bank match, and they didn't want to job out Rollins or Triple H. And Tassaro's just a semi-big name right now. And I think no, they want Cesaro to do a bunch of impressive spots with a bunch That's of people. That's true, too. That's it. Cesaro is going to do strongman spots. He's going to throw people around. He's going to throw ladders around. He's going to swing a ladder into dudes, and it's going to be great. 
And then uh, Cesaro or Bray Wyatt or no, not Roman Reigns is going to walk out with the belt. But we'll talk about that next week. Topic number 11. Is Mr. Anderson the most useless wrestler on the TNA roster? No. Bram. Yes. Topic number 11, MRT. Talk talk to us about Tuesday Nitro. What's going on tomorrow? I think MRT said yes. So. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be Road Wild 97. I'm oh, really bummed. Depressing. It's going to be bikers. Yeah, everybody, come watch Lex Luger defend the WCW title against Hulk Hogan. In front of bikers. 8 p.m. tomorrow night. And maybe he'll win. Maybe he'll beat Hulk Hogan. Yeah, maybe he'll he beat He beat him champion. on Nitro that one time. Yeah, that, that was last week. There you go. He just beat him on Nitro. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to beat him again. Oh. Come watch, you know. Maybe show will be good. Show won't be good. Maybe it'll be really bad. Maybe it'll be bad, and we'll laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Very funny, funny, funny show. Laugh, funny. Also, my history of TNA episode zero should be up tomorrow. Yes, I, I think it's going to be done. It's like half an hour long, so hopefully it's not too long. Uh, it, it, it has very little to do with TNA, but it has everything to do with TNA. That's why it's episode zero. I'm very excited for this. I just heard about this like an hour ago, and I'm excited for it. I uh, he, he I think it was supposed to be up last week, but uh, yeah, and I actually forgot about it. But he brought it up to me, and he was like, uh, "Damn, my audio is this long." And I was like, "It's expecting this to be like 15 minutes at the most." Yeah, and it's about double that, <laughs> and it's not as comprehensive as I li- would have liked it to be. Well, I have like so many notes. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Did a lot of research. I'm excited. I have 27 pages of notes, and they're single-spaced. Jesus Christ. And it's, you know what? It's not as long as a TNA Impact script. Granted, several of those pages are Brian Alvarez's reviews of WWA pay-per-views. But (laughs) But why would Brian Alvarez do that? We did that. We're cornering in on our gimmick. What what it's about. We should get Brian to review WWA (laughs) if he's not going to watch TNA. He already did. And and it's impossible to find the shows anymore. Uh, They used to all be online, but uh, they got taken down. They're all on Vimeo. Yeah, that's true. They're on Vimeo. Most of them weren't. Some of them were on uh, YouTube, but uh, they were were on like wacky services that, that took shit like that down. I think it was the same dude who had like the top 100 ROH matches also. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Um, Fuck. Maybe he'll upload them onto to YouTube. Because it's not like WWA is putting copyright claims on shit. You know, <laughs> I think Jeremy Borch would be happy if they were out I, there. I was just going to ask, who owns the WWA library? Probably Andrew McManus. Mm. No. I wonder if WWE would throw him 50 bucks for it. I doubt it. I wouldn't even throw any money at IWAMS library. Hmm. Why would they want it? Even for those CM Punk matches. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, they got the footage for... uh, Now, granted, granted, if they showed IWAMS matches, it would make non-WWE wrestling look exactly as they've always tried to portray it. 
<laughs> I'd like to see IWA mid south on the network. <laughs> they they could show that horrible fifty five minute ladder match. <laughs> yes, God, I hate that match. <sighs> Good night, folks. <laughs> I like how it's it's becoming a theme now that Goog refuses to sign off. So you guys I, just keep going. So one of us has to say it. <laughs> I was I was starting to do a proper sign and then didn't. Yeah, you just forgot.